I think. Uh, eh. Ted Smith. Oh. oh. Damn it. All right, that came in on the right name. Ouch. <laughs> you know, just when I think I know you. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome B. Ted Smith right and Steve Mitz. <laughs> you are now entering the Megacast. What's going on, Ted? What up, Megs? I'm doing great, man. <laughs> Good to see you again. Yeah, smooth, in- smooth intro today. We're oh, on it. Nothing but the best. The best. <laughs> Man, we're on a good streak. I feel like we've been doing one every week for a while. We have, and it's funny because I I, uh, I was watching my buddy play beach volleyball last night, so that's why there wasn't a the podcast. Oh, nice. Yeah. Sometimes you got to take some me time. Yeah. What was the championship game? Wait, Brett, there's, there's, oh, okay. So like, there's like an actual league? Yeah. Brett plays in a league with like a group of other people. So I had missed it the week before in the semis, and he he like texted me, and he's like, dude, they had like a raucous crowd with them. Like... So like, he was like, you, I was like, all right, all right, I'll rally the troops. So Cobb scooped oh, me up as soon as I could get out of here after the happy hour. Yeah. The crew's over there and we're like, what, what's going on? And he's like, man, the other damn team forfeited. No. In the championship, Steve. For the champion, the final game? The final game. Why? They don't know. We're assuming it had to be like a COVID thing. Had to be. Had, right? Somebody on the team must have got You don't go that far to just give up right there. Yeah. You couldn't find people to sub. It's the championships. Right. So it's funny because, so now they're just scrimmaging, but there's like, there's like a group of us sitting there in beach chairs. It's down to Golden Gardens having a couple cans of beer. And it's like, yeah, we came down too. We're here. For, we're here to support. We were told we had to be loud and raucous. Oh, I'd be so pissed. Not you, like if I was them. Yeah. They'd be like, like when I was playing with you know donkeys at night, like. Sometimes we'd like big low and a few people would come and it was always so much oh, more fun yeah. when you had like even five people cheering when you make a save or cheering when we score a goal or heckling the other team, you know, having a good yeah. time. But there's been a couple of times where like during a regular season game, the other team didn't have enough to play. And so it was just like, all right, well, you know, we'll loan you one of our guys and we'll just have like a fun scrimmage, but it's not the same. Yeah. hundred percent. And then you just look at the, the crew that came and you're like, you're just going to watch us basically just like. Not give a crap and play hockey, like you know, go back and forth. There, there won't be any competitiveness in what we're about to do. Just so you know, <laughs> yeah, like pub league is so relaxed that like if one team doesn't have enough, it's not a big deal, right? But like, yeah, when I was playing indoor soccer, same thing. Like you get those forfeits. It's like, all right, we'll take one of our guys or something yeah. to play. I didn't come here. I didn't show up at ten o'clock at night. Put on all my gear, and you'd be pissed at the other team because like mother efforts. Do you not check with your teammates? You didn't know going into this that you were not gonna have enough guys. Like you know what I mean? Because we always would do like. Quick group chat text in out. Oh yeah, we, right. Same thing for indoor soccer. Bringing beer, yes. Bringing food, sure. You know, you everyone would chime in, and if it was like, okay, dude, we got four guys, we need one more to be able to play a game, not including the goalie. Who's who else is coming? And finally, someone be like, I'll come. Fine, I'm gonna be drunk, but I'll come. See, my <laughs> big issue with playing indoor was like we ended up getting a bunch of like Sunday night games. Eesh. Yeah, just like. I don't, the I like playing at nine o'clock at night's fine, but like playing at nine o'clock at night on a Sunday, like usually by nine o'clock, I'm either in the shower, yep. preparing for bed, or I might already just be laying in bed watching TV. That's a crap hand to be dealt. Yeah, because that's how it was like, and that's like, I love playing beer league and I love playing with the donkeys, but it was just like between having now having a kid, the idea of having a nap in the middle of the day, that's how I would be able to recover. I would play a ten o'clock game at night, get home around twelve thirty, fall asleep at one, wake up at three thirty get through the show, be dead tired, go home and take a nap. Yeah. That's not happening now with a, a child that doesn't understand that concept. So 
Oh, no. Yeah, so I mean, and our games used to be Thursday and Sunday nights. And so yeah. it was just like, guys, I, can't, I I wish I could, man. Like, if, if if the league ever does, like, Saturday nights and, like, the majority of your games are on a Saturday night, I might be able to, like, make some, it, Then it wouldn't matter because Tatum's already asleep. I could swoop out. Sid's usually asleep, too. So they wouldn't even know. I could just, like, sneak out of bed and go play hockey and sneak back in. <laughs> Not really. But you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, dude. It's, rec League for adults sucks because, at least with hockey... The kids get the best size time. I don't know why. Screw those kids. They should be playing at 10 o'clock at night. Right. <laughs> Screw those kids. I mean, they're going to stay up late anyway. Uh, well, I mean, look, it's the same thing for public, right? Because yeah. there's so many uh, select soccer teams. Right. So they like they I, they have money. So I don't. I think you got to pay for the fields. But they'll pay for fields they're not even using just so they have a backup in case something happens to the for field. For real? Oh, yeah. So, I mean, it, so what could happen where they need a backup? I don't know. The conditions are bad, or this or that. Like I, wow. I don't know. Or somebody else is. That, I, I don't know. I just know it's. And I look. Obviously, public's not like public. The parks department's not too worried about a bunch of forty-year-old people in a public. No. Right. So it's like right. But with that said, I love our time. Eleven a.m. Sunday. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, that'd not, be nice. Not too early. Wake up. Go play. Get, get a, a good sweat sweat on. Yeah. Right. And then and then you know. For the most part, even like in fall session, you're still I'm still done in time to watch the second half of the Seahawks, get a couple beers. Yeah. Well, that's like even my that's what I love about playing lunch hockey's. Like, you know, it's yeah. granted they're not actual like we've tried to keep them competitive. Like you for a, there was one in the three on three uh lunch hockey I would do every Thursdays for the most part. For a, a brief period of time, we decided to do Team USA versus Team Canada. Oh, because you had enough guys for each? Because they were able to figure it out. And then, you know, someone okay, you played in America for a long enough time, you consider Team America. Like, you know, but and the other goalie I usually play with, he's a Canadian dude. So he was Team Canada. I would be Team America. And it was fun because usually what we would do is we'd play till five, and then the goalies would switch to keep things even, just you know, for parity or whatever. Did you ever just throw it so Canada would lose? No, no. With this situation, when we did Team USA versus Canada, first game finished, right? Yeah. Then I'm like, probably just go skate over. I'm like, I guess I'm on Team Canada. And they're like, no, 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 Steve, you stay in our net. You're American. Oh, and all right, like, nice. And I looked at them like, I've never been more excited to play this game because now you guys are my teammates. Like, in, in five goals, you don't you you don't become my enemies. Like, you're my teammates for the rest of this hour. Yeah, it was awesome. How how'd we do? We won. Nice. Yeah, I think we won. Uh, we were down four to one in two of the games and came back and won five four in both of them. And that that basically like. I mean, look, I'm, I'm not an expert, but there's some good saves in there. There were some huge saves. I right. never played harder. I played for my country. <laughs> I even wore. You'll love this. Remember when they played for my country? Remember the guy, the mega family member? Oh, crazy. Alex, I think, the one that sent us the, the wristbands and the headband? Was oh, he, yeah. I wore the wristbands. Nice. And now I wear them all the time. They're my good luck charm. But I wore them because I'm like, oh, man, I'm playing for America. <laughs> Putting them on. Dude, two of the or, uh, one of the girls on Brett's uh, volleyball team, she played college hockey at Colgate. Damn, she must be good. And then, right, and the other girl with her... Anyhow, she works. The one girl works for the Kraken. Oh, good for her. Yeah, with like player development or something. That's awesome. Yeah. So cool, man. Yeah, that's all. I was like, oh, no kidding. All right. We should stay friends. <laughs> Literally, when we were leaving, Brett was like, all right, good to see you. Like, I'll be in touch. And she was like, I'm not giving you tickets. Could you imagine? Like, one of my old donkey teammates, you know, Ross. Yeah, of course. He works for the Kraken now. I couldn't even imagine. Like, I wouldn't do it, but I'm, I'd imagine there are people hitting him up left and right. I had somebody that I barely there's, know. I mean, there's got to be, like, like when the Sounders started in the MLS in 09, right? Mm-hmm. 
like, let's just say what it is. It's just not the NHL. Right. So, like, you know, they were encouraging people. There was ticket packages, incentives to go. Like, this is the opposite. Yeah. This is like everybody in town wants to be those first few games. Oh, my gosh. It's insane, dude. It's yeah. freaking insane. Like, I've had people, I've had a couple buddies hit me up that I know, like, some really wrestler buddies. are like, hey, I hate asking, but do you have them? I'm like, no, man. I don't even have, t- I don't have opening game tickets. Like, I, and then I have some random people like, hey, dude, can you get me a, a hookup on uh, getting some Kraken tickets for the first game? I'm willing to pay. I'm like, are you willing to pay triple the amount? Because that's where I could get you the hookup. <laughs> like it's ridiculous. Like the secondary market right now. I I did the the verified fan presale thing. Yeah. Like where like you're a verified fan of Ticketmaster or something like that. I don't know how, but I'm a part of that, right? So I went online. I had my laptop open last week. I had my cell phone open and the desktop at work. And because I knew you could pick like when when it opens up, you click on a game and you just get put in the queue. And right, you know, so I clicked on the home opener. And then I, I looked through the calendar, and I'm like, okay, what's the, the first Friday or Saturday that I could go to? It's like a game in November. And then what's the first Friday or Saturday I could go to after that? It was a game in December. So I did all three of them. And I click on the home opener one, and it's I'm in a queue of more than 2,000 people. <laughs> yeah. And I knew once I saw that, I'm like, there's not 2,000 available tickets. Like, it's just not going to happen. So I, I was like, chalked that one. Then the one for November, I was in a queue. Like, I was like, number 200 and something. I'm like, might be able to get on on that one. And then the one for December is a game against the Edmonton Oilers. I was like number 15. I was like, getting tickets for that. That's your ticket. And that's the one I got tickets for. And I'm like 200 level, which is the top level. And I don't know, like kind of in the corner. Nothing bad. Is it Friday or Saturday? It's a Friday night, I believe. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I'm pumped. Friday night pro sporting event. That's always awesome. See the Kraken. That's going to be the first. The first I'm going to get to see them is going to be in December. Unless I get tickets somehow else. You know, like at least as of right now. And... Dude, it's against Edmonton, a good young team. It's going to be a fun one to watch. Yeah. I told you my plan is just waiting wait. for me to see if Sid doesn't want to go. Well, that's part. I'm just waiting for people to be like, especially after the first half of the season, be like, I'm not driving from Bellevue. Do you do you want my tickets for, you know? Like, yeah. yeah. Just give me an extra 50 bucks on top of the face value or something like that. You know? <laughs> right. Yeah. I Look, I ain't, I ain't spending more than face. No. Tell them that to all my friends right now. Hey, look, you can either stay in Bellevue stuck and eat the full price. Or maybe you leave uh, losing a couple dollars, but you you gain knowing that you made Ted happy. I'm gonna show up late. Maybe it's ten bucks under face. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, now I'm treating my friends like like they're a random scalper. This other guy's willing to give them to me for twenty bucks under face. I'm just trying to do you a favor. What do you oh, do? I told. I mean, I I used to love scalper tickets. That was always my line. Like especially after the game started. Like all right, man, I give you ten bucks for him. Are you crazy? Like these tickets, this and that. Right, well, the game's starting. You can go home. You can't, you're not going to get S for him, or you can have $20 in your pocket right now. Yeah, go get yourself a meal. <laughs> right. Well, that was the other thing. You know me. I can negotiate scalping yeah. tickets, because if I don't go to the game, all right, I'll go sit at Sluggers. Right. Like, it's no skin off my... There are bars right next to the stadium. <laughs> right. Right, right. <laughs> right. Risk the reward. It's all reward when there's zero risk. Dude, it's <laughs> even face value for like upper like quote unquote nosebleed seats. Every seat's going to be fine. Like it's I, just looking at how the plan of the stadium or the arena is. And also, as a hockey fan, I do like sitting up higher so I can see how the plan folds. All right, like I'm not like I, sitting up close is cool just because like oh this is crazy. But sitting up higher, you can actually watch the game. Uh, it was just under three hundred bucks for a pair, and I'm like that is yeah. just nuts. Like how. I could never do season tickets. Like some I, people were giving me crap on the text line. Like, you're not going to the home opener? Don't you have season tickets? I'm like, no. Like, in what weird world do you think I can afford 
40 games at 300 bucks a pop for a pair. Right. I mean, that's, that's, I mean, listen, I'm grandfathered in to my Sounders tickets, but my, my, my ticket price is literally still like 23 or $24 a game. Oh, they kept you grandfathered on the, the price? Yeah, that was part of the deal when we got those seats in 09. Trust me. Wow. They are waiting for us to not re-up. Yeah, they probably don't even contact you ever. It's like, uh, you're having a great, you're not having fun here, are you? Sounders kind of suck these days. You should probably just give up your season tickets. I mean, it's so pathetic. Like when I went last week, I was, if me and my buddy were the only two in our section. Wow, dude, that's, <laughs> that's nuts. It's like, remember when San Francisco used to do the grandfather clause on their apartments? And yeah. homes and rent. Yeah. And I remember we, when my old band, we went on a tour. We stayed at one our buddy's place. And it was like a pretty nice place in San Francisco. I'm like, dude, how can you afford this? Like, I know what you do. For, like, not to be rude, but like, you're you're basically probably making about what I'm making. And there's no way you can. He's like, oh, well, th- we don't tell anyone. But like, th- technically, this is still Johnny's place he's had for like 30 years. But he doesn't live here anymore. So he, he rents it out to us. But we can't. We have to be very careful because if they find out. We're getting booted. I was like, "Good for you." That's exactly what we do. Yeah. If you're gonna, if you don't want to re-up your ticket, you have to s- offer to sell it to somebody within the group first, and then if they don't want it, you can just let the let the club have them back. Oh, so then they'd have to always be the person that buys it, and you just reimburse them. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. Yeah, and they got smart, right? Because I wasn't there in '09, but then the one guy, Max, uh, moved to Prague. So back then, they would let you change names. So like my, it's been under my name since 2010. Uh-huh. Right. If I didn't re-up my seat and somebody else in the group wanted to buy it, I'd, they'd have to pay me and I'd still pay. Ted Smith needs to buy the tickets every year. Yeah. Forever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Forever, Steve. Forever. Well, I mean, it's just weird. It's like I said, we got old. A bunch of dudes have kids. Like nobody's ever in our seats. So like the guys that sit behind us and their wives would sit there for years. So now they just kind of move. I'm like, yeah. If we're not here, like, you know, I always show up late, but if nobody else is here, just sit in our seats. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so are they just like, because they don't want to sell them? They just... Right, because everybody's so afraid. Right. Everybody's like, we can't sell them. We right. They'd keep... rather just eat the cost of the tickets. Right. Because it's not that expensive when all is said and done. Right. So I always go to like the weeknight <gasps> games, but like, if it's a Saturday afternoon and people want to, I'm like, here, take my ticket. Who and... cares? Right. <laughs> Dude, if, if, if I was able to get... Cracking tickets for 25 bucks a ticket. I would have season tickets. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So when people are like, oh, Migs, you didn't get season tickets? Like, that's a much higher price point. It's just even like, just like, and you had to like agree to do at least three years, I think. They were like, you could lock in for three years at X amount of price. You get them at a discount if you lock in for five years. But so, like, so 300 bucks for a pair times, well, 40 games. You got to do like the preseason games too. So let's just say 43 games. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a thirteen twelve thousand nine hundred dollar commitment, right? I think mine's like around four hundred. Yeah, I I when I did Seahawks, <laughs> it was like an eight hundred dollar commitment back when uh when I had season t- tickets, and then, even then I was like, oh, I guess I could afford that. You know, it sucks, but that's that is what it is. Yeah, yeah, thirteen thousand dollars. I just can't spring that. I wish, and also I couldn't imagine going to forty games. There's so many games when I get up so early. Like even Danny and I were talking about that. I'm like, there's going to come a point where. I'm going to have to go to bed before the game ends and just like watch the rest of the game when I get up in the morning or something. Cause you know, if most games start at 7 PM, they're not ending until close to 10 or around 10. I was going to say, I would think at least 10, sometimes right? later than 10. Yeah. 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 Well, that was the other thing too. People were like, are you going to go to a bunch of hockey games? Like, man, between the sounder, like that's already like, like this, the soccer season's what, 20 home games. Or, like, yeah. so you're already pretty committed. And then you're talking 40 more, 40 more. Like that's just like that. that 
it, besides the price of the tickets, that's just too much spending money in stadiums. It's crazy. Right? Yeah. And uh, take out alcohol. I mean, you're still talking what? Eight, nine dollars for a soda. Like food is That's not a good cheap. point. Yeah, I'm not even thinking about the fact that it's probably a hundred bucks a game between parking and eating and just drinks right. that you're gonna drop between the pair of the two people that go. Yeah. Ugh. Ted Talks starring the Tex Mid. Yeah. I'll just watch most of the games on TV. Go to two, three games a season, I'll be happy. <laughs> All right, Steve. I want to remind people to just do something small and nice. You know, you never know how it's gonna affect people on the rest of their day. And now, you know, it's easy to hold a door or something, but let me give you a couple stories that happened to Ted Smith. Okay. Number one, Ted Smith had lunch with a buddy last week. Ted had beers. The buddy didn't. Mm-hmm. Ted paid for lunch. Thank you, Ted. The next day was a Sounders match. I, Ted, Ted met up with friends. I didn't spend a dollar that whole day. Yeah. The next day. It so all was, evens out. That's what I'm saying. And then I was, I, you know, I was a little down on Sunday. <sighs> Bought some chicken. Bought a four-piece. Now, it could have been a mistake. I don't know. But it was a five-piece. There was an extra chicken wing in there. Steve, I can't explain it to you. Like I've got goosebumps. I I know that feeling. I was like, she could see it in my eyes. I needed that extra wing today. So, I mean, like, again, not a big deal, but I don't know. Buying somebody a coffee or just, you know, maybe just stopping down to talk to somebody and really listening and saying, hey, you know, how you doing? This Yeah. But little small things go a long way. And you never know what that other person's going through. Yep. It's so true. You, I yeah. mean, if they're going through a crap day and you just crap on them some more, we can send them down a tirade, you know, a spiral. Yeah. I experienced that yesterday. Did I, you? Like, yeah, I was having the, like, it's like one of those days where I wasn't feeling the best or whatever. Yeah. And then I, I go on social media and, and what do I see? Like, there's a post that's, you know, saying promoting SOS Pro Wrestling is coming, blah, 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 because I'm going to be wrestling Ethan HD, our buddy Ethan. Uh, uh, September 10th at Hale's Brewery in Fremont. Tickets are available now. It's oh, yeah. Probably one of the mo- matches I've been most excited about. I've had some chances to wrestle guys that have been flown in, some decent names, some big names, but Ethan's been a guy that's like, that's a guy that's been on the top of my list since pretty much I started wrestling because he's helped me so much. He's and been on the podcast. been on the podcast. He's a good friend of mine. He's truly one of the best wrestlers in the town. So I, it's just one of those ones where I'm like, eventually I need to have a match with him before I call it quits. And so the fact that I'm going to get that to happen is pretty awesome. So I'm on social media, and I'm just like, I see a bunch of comments about the, 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 the event. And I click on it, and there's one guy, this guy, John, that just writes, can there please be a show in Seattle without Steve Miggs? I get that everybody wants that radio connection, but he's not good. And he detracts from the shows that he's on. And I was just like, I read that, and I was like, Wow. There's a lot to like kind of digest on that. He's not good and he detracts from the shows that right. he's on. So there's like, at, at the end of the day, everybody's entitled to an opinion. And sure. whether you agree or disagree with an opinion, it's just that. It's an opinion. Why am I going to let this guy's opinion dictate how my life is? You know, I mean, he, if he doesn't think I'm good, he doesn't think I'm good. Hell, there's many days that I watch my match back. I'm like, I'm not any good, but I'm trying to get better. You know what I mean? Like, but yeah. I also don't think I'm. The part that bothered me was, and it was more so just because I'm like, all right, this is a lot of hyperbole. Like, so you're telling me that the eight to 12 minutes that I'm a part of this three hour show or two and a half hour show that when I'm out there, that my performance is so bad that it detracts from the rest of the show. The rest of the show is crap now. Right. I'm like, oh, look, you could say I wish you wasn't on all these shows, man. I turned down a lot of shows. Like the ones that I say, agree to, I don't bug them to be put on these shows. Like they ask me to be on the shows and I don't like tank. If I have a good opportunity, I'm not going to say no to a good opportunity. Yeah. And a lot of the shows that I'm on, 
also feature the same people all the time as well. It's like a little a, a clique or a group of people that seem to get booked on the same shows. And we're all friends. Like, there's a reason for that. You, you do shows with your friends. So you have no problem with all of them being on the shows all the time. But it's that Steve Miggs guy. He detracts so much from this show. So, like, it was in my head at first. I'm like, I was telling one of my buddies, I'm like, yeah, at first I was like, mad and insecure and then i was like why do i give an f you know what i mean it took yep. a, it took a while to get to that point but i was like this guy i don't know what his taste is in wrestling and for all i know he maybe saw me in the early stages where i was the drizzling poops and i think i've gotten a lot better over the course of time as someone should <laughs> um but the, the, that part about the strike i'm like you should be happy. I'm, like, I, I'm the reason why you could go to the bathroom and not miss anything good. Yeah, right. If he hates you so much, right. you don't even have to watch your match. I'm the popcorn match then. Go get a beer. Go get some fresh air. Go take a piss. Just fuck a joint. Do something. <laughs> like, don't let it bother you so much that the rest of the show is ruined. I just, oh, dude. I was like, man. And uh, they took everything in my power. I wanted to reply to him. And even when I shared it. So so I took that. I, I took, did see it on social. I, I liked it. Took a screenshot of that. And then I put the list of my upcoming matches on there. So, hey, you can catch me wrestle and, you know, and d- distract from the show here with my next upcoming dates. I was like, you know what? I'm going to make a, a lemon out of lemonade. Have some fun with it because it is kind of funny. And at first I was going to keep not his last name. I, I, I whited out his last name. Yeah. I was going to keep the profile picture on there. And I was like, it's a picture of him, his wife, and his kid. Even if he is being a troll. I don't really want people to go down the troll road of his wife and his kid. You know, some people yeah. will find anything to make fun of somebody for, even though it's like they shouldn't. I was like, you know, what? I'm just going to cover up the picture as well. I'm like, because someone's like, F that guy. He sucks. I'm like, you know, he might be a nice guy. His opinion sucks, but he might be a nice guy. Because I'm like, I don't want to go down that road. with. I didn't, I didn't even post where it came from. I'm like, I'm not looking for people to like pile. But it was funny because I posted that and so many people liked the post. Which I thought was cool. Yeah. But I'm like looking at all like my buddies at our restaurant like, are they liking this because they liked the post because they thought it was funny or are they agreeing with this guy? You know what oh, I mean? Like, they thought it was funny. No, I know. But like, you know how your mind will work? Like you're like, wait a second. Are, is everybody agreeing with him? And I'm just in on, on, the, on the butt of the joke that I put out. <laughs> but we had one yesterday. Uh, right. So the, the, uh, the men's room uh, beer, right? The original ale's back out. Yeah. So right now it's just in a few of the bars that like basically... We're always supporting, and their customers drank a bunch of it, this and that. So, look, we fully fathom that Elysian was bought by Enbev, from, by Budweiser. Uh-huh. And this guy was like, oh, that's, I can't believe you're just giving it to the places because of money and this and that. It's like, it's like corporations suck, this and that. Like, all right, listen, jackass, you're making two <laughs> stupid points here. Like, look, if you're mad they sold out, I fathom your headspace. Also, it's... Kind of the goal is to make money. Right. Now, look, I get if people go, I don't want to drink it because it's a corporate beer. Okay, that's fine. You have that right. But why are why are you mad that these bars and restaurants like like the Buzz Inn in Arlington was always a supporter and stuff. So we said, hey, the first batches go to them. Like, right. I think that's just kind of a cool thing. That's a nice like, hey, we, we remember you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, you guys are just doing it based off. Sale. Like, well, no, they've been supporters, so we're trying to give them like a little. Like, look, we'd love to give them a lot more, but we can't. And what does it matter? Right. What do you get? He's one of those Twitter people that like, like I'll mean, not even me and you, right? Because we're both radio people. I'll just be tweeting along with somebody else. And then he and has jump in. They jump in. Ugh. If you're, if you can hear my voice and you're one of those, stop it. Yeah. Like if you jump, like, but to always jump in and say something negative, and nobody gives it. Nobody asks about your opinion. your opinion. Yeah, right. 
Because like the la- I have like I remember some of the Twitter people's handles, but the last one we were talking about Air Maxes, Air Maxes suck for this and that. It's like nobody asked. You. We're talking about effing fashion, right? We we like Air Maxes for the fashion. Yeah. Like I don't care what the f- God. It's so hard not to cuss. What the <laughs> f you run in? Like obviously you run in Brooks. Great. We are talking about the fact we are snake sneaker heads that are obsessed with these pairs of shoes. Right. I always want to ask them, and I know that they won't have an answer, but like. Why do you feel the need to reach out to somebody who does not care about your opinion to share a negative opinion? Like, yeah. How sad are you of a human being that that's how you have to spend your day is writing somebody who really doesn't care about your opinion. And also, like, like, you have a positive thing to say. I think that makes sense. Cause then it's like, we, you know, if he like jumps in out of nowhere and goes, dude, that last set of air maxes were incredible. Then you'd right. be like, join the party. But if you're coming in just to put a poop in a punch bowl, like, get the F out of my house. Right, to, to, to argue, like, you should be working out in these shit. Like, nobody is talking anything about physical activity. We literally, he was like, did you see these? I was like, yeah, I like them. 97s aren't my favorite. I'm more of a 91 guy. Right. Oh, my gosh, dude. Some people just need to just stop. They need to find a hobby. <laughs> you know? Yeah, some people, get too. Get social media. You need to learn, like... We, I, our, part of our jobs is to make people laugh. There's certain things I will say on the radio that I wouldn't say to somebody in person. Right. Because it would come off terrible and rude. Yeah. And sometimes I meet people that are like, oh, well, heard you say this once, so I say that. I was like, oh, that was a joke, dude. Yeah. yeah. Don't say that to a woman. You're going to get smacked. Yeah. It's incredible, dude. It's incredible. It, it, it makes you just wonder, like, where, how do you lack so, so much common sense? Yeah. <laughs> Or like, right, I watch athletes too. Like, yeah, when they're on the field, they have a little different persona. K.J. Wright couldn't be quieter and nicer. Right. K.J. Wright on the field is a beast. Yeah. Well, look, I mean, there's so many examples of that. Like certain players just constantly yelling and screaming at somebody while they're on the ice or on the field. Yeah. You meet them. They're not doing that in person. No. <laughs> you know? Like you're just you're just chirping a random dude at the bar. Yeah. yeah they're not going to be across the bar and be like, hey, dumbass, make your order already so I can get my beer. Right, or you would right, or like, did you get the last mozzarella sticks? Yeah, I had sex with your sister. <laughs> that was aggressive. Right? She's aggressive. Whoa, <laughs> I don't need to know that. Right, you were second team all valley. Yeah, I did the research on you. Yeah, I went to your sister's valley. Oh, I like it though. Now we're those guys. Yeah. Why don't we take a break? Yeah, we come back. let's take a break, Steve. Yeah, let's go to the valley. When we come back, we'll get into the world of sports. The wide world. valley. The world. wide valley. <laughs> Big valley. <laughs> Huge. Yeah. Hot dogs. Hallway. Oh, thank goodness. These two idiots finally stopped talking. The Megacast will unfortunately be back. New from the makers of Death Wish Coffee, the world's strongest coffee, comes super-duper overachiever, heart-stopping, power-pumping, get-the-hell-out-of-my-way, Death Wish Coffee. Now with over 500 milligrams of caffeine in every ounce. One cup of this stuff and you'll be spitting fire, racing, running, jumping, slamming, cramming, screaming, running around like a chicken on acid with his head cut off. Super-duper overachiever, heart-stopping, power-pumping, get-the-hell-out-of-my-way, Death Wish Coffee. Drink a cup today and we'll see you next month if you're still alive. Are we really gonna let these two talk again? The mega cast is back. 
screw that guy. <laughs> screw him. Spanning the globe to bring you the constant variety of sport. The thrill of victory. And the agony of defeat. This is the Ted Smith's Wide World of Sports. Brought to you by Smith Family Popcorn. Good people. Great popcorn. The best. Although I might have to stop following them on social media, on Instagram. Because you just want to order more popcorn? I want to eat the popcorn as soon as I see it. Yeah. I know. I, I, every time I see it, because I know what it tastes like. Even if I don't know the flavor, what that flavor tastes like, I know it's going to be good because it's Smith Family Popcorn. I'm like, that looks good. I'm sure it's really good. <laughs> I, I know. I got this conversation. It's funny. People always ask me about it, and then I start describing it, and they're like, well, what about, like, well, what makes it vegan? I'm like, well, it's the vegan option. I was like, you'll still really like it. Tuscan Joy is delicious. Right. <laughs> I guess I, I don't eat vegan stuff. Yeah, right. I was like, dude, you, I was like, you would never notice. It's just nice to have an option for people that are vegan. And I don't think people realize that. Like, a lot of stuff you probably enjoy, Oreos, for example, they're yeah. vegan. Like, you don't know that because you don't care. But like a vegan does know that because it's it, their options are limited. So it's like, oh, crap, they have an Oreo, blah, blah, blah. I know that's going to be vegan. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't mean it's any less fantastic for you, the non-vegan. You no, know, I, I mean, I got, right, I got some Tuscan oh, Joy. Toasted Coconut, that was the one I was looking at. Hmm. I'm not a big coconut guy. I used to hate coconut, but I've grown to like, like it in doses, if that makes sense. I The only dose of coconut I really enjoy is if it's wrapped around a fried shrimp. Okay, I'm not going to disagree with that one. Coconut shrimp's pretty yeah, good. It's pretty fantastic. <laughs> uh, let's see, what's going on? Uh, we're in the dog days of summer for baseball and soccer, which is bound to happen, but... Mm-hmm. Oh, excuse me. Let it out. Uh, NFL, preseason's here. Uh, I was going to say, the Seahawks have a game, a preseason game on Saturday. It's to Oakland. Yes. Oh, Las Vegas. Las Sorry. Vegas. Sorry, Damn Jesus. It. And I was like, yeah, I'm in the Raiders. Yeah, yeah totally. <laughs> uh, what else? The English Premier League, their season starts on uh, Friday night. Oh, damn. Yeah. Arsenal's playing at like noon on Friday. How Arsenal, they look like they're going to be decent. All right. Yeah. Got the answer to that one that I needed. I'm not. I mean, I'm always there for the boys. I, I'm not planning on lifting a trophy. <laughs> It's brutal. Uh, the Olympics are over. Yep. I did watch some Olympics. Uh, just a big apology to my buddy Brett. Last night after watching him play volleyball, we are having a beer, and he goes, hey, man, heard you on the radio trying to figure out why the one person in volleyball wears a different color jersey. He's like, that's the position I played. I was like, yep, I I should have known that. And then he's like, and then I heard you talking about how you don't know how diving works. I also dove in high school. Like, just ask. And I was like, oh, Clearly, man. you're a bad friend. I know. I was like, well, dude, next, because he drives around for his job. I was like, well, next time you hear me, just sound like an idiot. I was like, I was like just text me. <laughs> so wait, he wore a different jersey for volleyball? So when you play six-man indoor volleyball, yeah. there's, a, uh, there's a person that has one different color jersey. Oh, so okay. if everybody's yeah. wearing like white, like they'll usually have a red jersey on. And they're like a they're like backline, do all the digging and this and that. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I and trust me, he was just kidding, but he was like, dude, I did both of those. I tried out to be on the volleyball team in high school. Did you? Yeah. I uh <laughs> You got the snip snip from volleyball? I didn't make uh, due to an injury, but yes. I was in the tryout, someone came up, landed their elbow right into my eye, 
Oh. Split it open, gushing blood everywhere. Yeah, that's such a tender part of the like. Yeah, I mean, that's why you I always look see like boxers. Rocky, dude. Yeah, I totally look like that's Rocky. That fleshy little part just like, splits. There's somewhere if you look close enough, like you can find, you can still see the scar. All right, like, and at that point, like I couldn't keep playing, so I didn't make the team. All right, well that's legit. Yeah, and I never went back to try out again. I was like kind of gun shy after that. I was like, screw this, I don't feel like bleeding anymore. Oh, trust me, dude. It was a freaking leaker, man. It was. It was traumatizing. Yeah, those, those are brutal. Yeah. And then it just like flops open. Yep. Yeah. It was nasty. And then, you know, just <laughs> gushing everywhere on the, on the, on the volleyball court. And it was just like one of those things where it's like, man, it was, it was like part, it didn't really hurt. It was just, it was traumatizing all the blood, but also kind of humiliating because I'm trying for a volleyball team and I'm freaking bloody. I'm busted wide open and there's blood everywhere. I'm stopping everything. They have to clean it all up. They take me to get stitches. The whole thing was just a nightmare. A giant black guy trying to explain, like, when someone's like, what happened? Get into a fight? I'm like, no, a guy just came down and his elbow hit me in the face while I was trying out for volleyball. <laughs> I mean, when you say it like that, it doesn't sound as cool. But I'm like, that's legit injury to miss like tryouts i thought it was gonna be something like a jam on my finger and they cut me no no <laughs> like all right you that guy's open. elbow cut me yeah i mean you <laughs> yeah. literally cut open your eye i'm like all right steve in ted's wide world of sports that's an acceptable excuse yes. all right sweet <laughs> go ahead fella are you more of a indoor or outdoor volleyball fan if you had to watch probably i'd man that's a tough call beach volleyball two on two is fun but there is something kind of crazy about that six man. Like, I, the I other dudes it. jumping and not hitting it. The and rotation. Then, and then sometimes they're just like pushing it instead of just spiking it. And look, I mean, I like it. I do love watching volleyball just because I, I, I used to play the volleyball video game all the time. Like, all right. I love volleyball. But I also am a big fan of the outfits for the ladies. Like, all right. Have you ever seen one of the greatest beach volleyball movies of all time? I don't know. Side Out. I think I have, yes. Yeah. Like yeah. the dude like somehow ends up in California yes. and then he's like gets hooked up with like crazy like beach bum dude that's really good at volleyball and they like I mean that that's where most of my beach volleyball knowledge comes from. I forgot all about that movie. Yeah, like holding the numbers behind oh my the back. Gosh, yes. <laughs> if you haven't seen that movie, it is it's not eighties. I want to say it's it like early nineties, mm-hmm. but it's in that era. And I mean it is I haven't seen it in years, but that seems you got to just know what you're getting into. But it's a pretty good film. I just remember it was like a, a few Olympics ago, maybe like 10, 12, maybe years ago. There was, it might have been longer, maybe even 15 years ago. But there was like a women's volleyball, the U.S. women's volleyball team was just stacked with like just the most attractive women. Right. And they had the really tall girl that's now doing commercials for the almonds. Yes. And, uh, right. And like her, right. And the other, like, right. They dominated for like two or two Olympics in a row. They were fun to watch because they were really good. Yeah. But then, like, you know, the inner pervinia was just like, these girls have the sweetest heinies. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Steve, that sounded really the sweetest heinies? What do you want? I don't know. Oh, the, the nicest turd cutters? <laughs> I don't know. Heinies. Dopest just... dumpers? <laughs> Dopest dumpers. The fattest asses. Where are we going? What do we want to do? <laughs> the lady humps. <laughs> Dude, I don't even know if we have time. <laughs> have you kept up on this controversy? Wait a minute, what was it? The dopest dumpers. The dopest dumpers. That's that, the name. That, that should be the name of our volleyball team. <laughs> I was going to say that's the name of this podcast. That too. <laughs> the dopest dumpers. Oh. <laughs> uh, it's a it's a, a serious story, but 
it's the most insane story I've heard, and it has something to do with sports. Have you been keeping up with the Dinger, the mascot? Oh, yeah. Holy smokes. Talk about a roller coaster of emotions over a couple of days. Wait a minute. Is there another update on Dinger? Okay. Well, the, up, the, the last update, it turns out the guy was yelling Dinger. Right. Yeah, that's the latest update. All right, yeah. But I remember when it first started... People thought he was yelling a different word. Right. They thought he was yelling the, the N word. Right. Because that was Sunday night. It was going all over Twitter. Yeah. So, I mean, like, so I, I don't feel bad playing it now that I know. Yeah. But, like, here, so here's the clip of the guy yelling behind home plate while a baseball player is at bat, like a guy on the Dodgers, I think. I can't remember. I can't remember a team, yeah. Uh, Miami Marlins. All right. Uh, Lewis uh, Brinson was at, at, at bat. And this guy's yelling something, and everyone thought it was a, a racial slur. But it turns out he was yelling Dinger, which is the name of the mascot. For for the, the Rockies. Rockies, so here's what it sounded like. And like when you first, when I first heard the story, and I heard that it was a racial, like it's funny how your mind works, and it'll make you hear that word. Right. So if you just listen to this and think of the racial word, you'll hear it. Right. It's crazy. Even though I know it, you saying that made me start thinking the wrong thing, and I was like, right. So now listen to it and hear dinger, dinger. Thing. When it came out Sunday, I'm like, that's crazy. And then when I saw the, like a, a close-up video, and you can, I mean, it's just it's like a granddad, and he's just yelling at the mascot. But it makes more sense. I'm like, how does how nobody does, do anything? How does nobody say a word? Right. And like, like, I don't know. I have a tough time believing nobody's going to say one word right. to this dude. Like, what is this white supremacist night over at the Rocky game? Right. Like that seemed insane. And then I even saw somebody go, I think he was just yelling "dinger," which is the name of the mascot, and. And this is before it came out that it was. Yeah. And people were like, okay, another person trying to make an excuse. Like, And I'm like, yeah, that's a stupid excuse. There's no way he said dinger. And I listened to it again and again. Then they have video footage and you see the guy straight up looking at, looking towards the mascot, waving while he's saying that word. It's like, yeah, yeah it's, it's, uh, there's not a chance in hell he was saying something bad. In fact, um, and also like, that's a term you hit, you hit a dinger. That, it's a home run. That's right. That's why he has the nickname, right. Dinger. And it's also, it's Colorado. The balls fly out of there because it's because of the air. So here's, so of course, Brinson's the guy that was at bat. And I got to right. imagine in his head, he's like, if he thought the guy was saying that, I don't know. So that was the other part I read Monday morning is he was like, he's like, I, I didn't notice anything. Oh, that's funny. So he yeah. had no idea. Because there's like one player, somebody recently asked him like what his favorite ice cream was while he was at bat. And he yelled vanilla back while he was in between. Like, well, I'm saying he obviously he heard the dude, but he didn't think it was right. Because if it, if it had been the N word, I think he probably would have stepped out of the box. Right. The whole thing made no sense. I'm like, yeah. what weird world are we in that nobody's stepping up to someone yelling something so awful? Right. And so here's Brinson talking about it. So I watched the video at least 50 times. Watched it a lot. You know, especially when I heard that, you know, he said dinger instead of the N word. I personally. Uh, this is, again, my personal opinion. Um, I personally keep hearing the N-word. It's not that I want to hear it. Uh, I'd never want to hear that word. Yeah, if you have oh, it in your right. head, that's what you think. But yeah. he went on to say he doesn't think it's fair that this guy's... Because like, now people are mad at the guy. Because he even said, I, I prefer no one uses my name when, I, when they report on this. Because he's afraid that it, some people are going to still think that he said the N-word. And uh, here's uh, uh, Lewis talking about that. And I want to go back and say... Um, to that fan that is getting probably, you know, a bunch of uh, backlash from it, um, I am sorry for, you know, if you did say dinger, 
um, you know, maybe change the mascot's name. It's uh, it sounds a little similar, especially on video. But again, I, w- I would like to apologize to that fan what, um, if he's getting anything. How crazy is that? I I know, right? And like, this is just another problem. Example. Like, I, I don't know. Like, we we can't. We have to change the mascot's name. It's a baseball term. Right, and how long have we had Dinger in as a, a mascot? I mean, I'd imagine as long as the Rockies have been around. What was that, 94? So it's got to be at least 20 years. Yeah. Right. This is the first time that there's been this weird, uh, I think, uh, maybe I'm wrong, but what if all these years has been like incidents at the Rockies game where people think that they're being yelled something inappropriate and all they're trying to do is get poor Dinger's attention? I mean, I think we would have heard of it before. Families have broken up. Relationships have ended because they thought somebody was yelling the wrong thing. Yeah, that's a tough one. I mean, look, I grew up with a dog named Tigger. Yeah. You know, and like Thrillwood always gave me a hard time. Like, we kind of joke about it on the air, but like, we, we never thought about it or anything else. Like, his name is Tigger. Right. And we used to, when growing up, he's down in Atlanta now, but we love Big Tigger. He was on PGC, T.I. Double Gur. He was on BET, The Basement. Like He works at our company. I have sent him emails. He does not reply. Tigger, I love you. The hell, Tigger? I know. Come on, Big Tigger. Yeah, I'm not down with Tigger because he tried to flirt with my wife when we went to uh, Disney. That's right. Yeah, Tigger was a little too touchy-feely. Right, so it's like, right, if we're getting rid of Dinger, like, so is Tigger off limits now? <laughs> Tigger got people in trouble. Did you see the ring cam footage of that one woman? Yeah, I, that was all the same. Monday morning was a wild, a wild ride on it, Twitter. It kind of was. That was nuts. But yeah, I just, dude, I legit went one day. It was like yesterday. I was convinced. I'm like, I can't believe that, that we live in a world where people are okay with saying that in a stadium and nobody else said something to this person. And I come in today and I'm like, oh. All right. Well, apparently he was yelling ting, uh, was yelling uh, dinger because you see the footage. It's it's, um, it's impossible that he was yelling something else. Right, and nobody reacted or said anything. Like, that that was the main thing for me. Like it just looks odd. Mm-hmm. You know, like what a we. I know. All right, we got to get out of here. I mean, that, look, that's the other problem sometimes with social media. It's too quick. It's too instant. Mm-hmm. And every, and you got to you got to pick an opinion and stick by it. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And like a lot of people that are. Arguing for things I agree with on Twitter, though, you got to be careful. Because I, now I see people going, well, should maybe this or that? Is it still like, look, if you can never be wrong, then you're just as bad as the people you say you don't like. I, I've, I've thought this recently. I'm like, everything is black and white to somebody. Not not race. I'm not talking race. Yeah. It's like, you know, that term, everything's black and white. Unless it involves somebody that they know or they care about, then there's shades of gray. You know what right. I mean? And so the, it's like, oh, oh I'm, I, this person deserves to be canceled. But then you find out somebody that like, maybe you're a friend with or you admire. You're like, well, there's a, it's like, well, th- maybe we need to like pump the brakes before we jump down everybody's situation. And like you said, like that quick mob mentality where it's like it's so instantaneous. No one's waiting for all the information to come out before they want to pick a side. You're exactly right. Yeah. But when it comes to them, it's like, well, we got to see how it all shakes out. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's, and also like you can't live black and white. No, Again, the bulk of your life and humanity has lived in a gray area. Hundred <laughs> percent. It's it, it's impossible. There's too much. There's too many factors. Right. We're if not robots. Were, if, if we were that cut and dry about everything, like people wouldn't get married. Yeah. You'd have that one fight and go. All right. Black and white. Yep. That's Gotta it. Go. Yep. Right. She she doesn't like pepperoni pizza. Yep. Bob out. She constantly takes Dinger for a picture, and I don't approve of it. <laughs> We got to get into more mascot talk. Happier mascot talk. Next yes, week. we do. We need to figure out um, 
who the hell is going to be the mascot for the season? Oh, Kraken. I'm <laughs> suggesting it's not Dinger. Right. What about Pucky? <laughs> or, hey, Puckhead. 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 Did he call the player the F word? No. Call him a Puckhead. It's the mascot. His name's Puckhead. Uh, drop the puck. Just drop the puck, Puckhead. <laughs> oh, that sounded bad. It did. Play it back with the video, though. Oh, listen, Puckhead. <laughs> Down two goals. We got to get things together. Come on, boys. Stop being a bunch of puckheads. <laughs> All right. All right. See you later, puckheads. <laughs> that now might be the name of the podcast. It should be the puckheads. What was it originally? Uh, it's no longer the dopest dumpers. It's now puckheads. Peace out, puckheads. I don't know why it's so funny, but it is. I, I know. <laughs> All right, Ted, I'll see you next week. Uh, follow us on at the Megacast. Yeah, man. <laughs>